Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast For pro plumbing and heating Hello Hey, I used to do wedding photography I've done about 60 weddings Ooh. And I got some stories, boy Okay, so this would actually be a great segment on the show Tales, Tales from, from the, the Wedding, wedding photographer. photographer Yes, and we get to see an inside glimpse uh, of family how families work and broken homes and drug problems all that well, we see I, it through a lens and we're like well do we capture that shot or not I've heard from other other wedding photographers who say that usually the biggest P-I-T-A PETA pain in the is usually the bride's mother absolutely the mother's and um, usually the sister the sister is a real problem Quite often, I got to take the bride and groom to the side and say, "Hey, today's about you. Don't worry about anything else." And because uh, you know they kind of lose it. Okay, quickly here, craziest thing you've ever seen at a wedding? I got quick, quick, real quick, three ones for Yeah, I kind of want two. Uh, just out of town, I go to pick up the uh, whole wedding party for the guys. Go to the house, nobody's answering. The door is open. I prop it open, and the groom is naked, laying in the bathtub, completely just about unconscious. And his groomsmen are just as smashed, done. And we got to go do wedding, right? So they have a motorhome. I pour him into the motorhome, and I had to drive because not one of them was even close to sober. And I took him to a Mac store, got him some coffee, and I'm not even sure if that wedding is legal because like, you have to be uh, sober when you say your vows. I lost another one where they were divorced before I got paid. Within two weeks, I couldn't even get the photos edited and to the client. And they were already divorced, so I never got paid for that one. Wow. <laughs> what goes so horribly wrong in the first two weeks of a marriage that you're like, I think this is over. We've given, you know, we've given it the old college try. Oh, boy. Yeah, you have to mess up in a real hurry Ooh. for two weeks before you even get your photos back for it to be dusted. And the super drunk, hungover groomsman, that man, oh, man, I couldn't imagine doing that because... Your wedding, Bryce Kelly, is typically you got to bring your A game in fake smiling and small talk. And now imagine doing that with a three alarm hangover. Yeah, every time in a movie when they have the wild and crazy bachelor party, it's always the night before the wedding. That's just poor planning. I've never, I personally have never been to one that's the day before. They're normally weeks before. Oh, yeah, to give you that recovery time so yeah. you can. Uh, you know, get your electrolytes back up again. So I think a lot of people do their rehearsal dinners and stuff before. Like, you got things to do even the days before the wedding that a bachelor party seems like a bad idea. Uh, oh, my God. A wedding photographer, all his gear got stolen out of the car? Ooh, Ooh that's a bad day. Okay, we'll talk about that shortly here. Uh, when weddings go bad. Maybe that's what we'll call this. I don't know. Yeah, and then we just keep our fingers crossed that that's not what we see on Saturday. Oh, God, I hope not. Mm, Megan and Harry. Garner! I got a bad wedding story for you. Okay, sure. Go right ahead. So I was a plus one at a, a wedding in the early 90s, and uh, the bride was a single daughter, Italian family. This is southern Ontario. She had six or seven bridesmaids, big wedding, big cathedral, and... Uh, the groom was a bit of a goof. Um, there was some speculation about him wearing his uh, Walmart coveralls because he did oil changes at Walmart and uh, instead of the tuxedo. So we're all in the church. There's a couple hundred people in the church, and him and his uh, two or three groomsmen come out, and they're wearing their their coveralls. 
their Walmart oil change their, coveralls. Yeah, their Walmart oil because, change coveralls. So because they're that committed know, to their craft. Exactly, they're 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 that that dedicated to Walt. Okay. And uh, so we're you know everyone at first is telling oh ha 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 ha, and we're waiting for them to peel them off and reveal tuxes underneath, right? No, <laughs> they didn't. And just as everyone's kind of doing the you know the uncomfortable murmur. Yeah, doors, this joke you know, has gone on starts, for too long. Doors what? swing open, and there's uh, the bride coming in in a big, poofy, white dress, long train with her parents, and she just starts crying hysterically, instantly starts crying when she looks up. Oh, no. So she's going down the aisle crying. Dad's swearing in Italian and English and getting louder as he gets to the front. We're waiting for somebody to call off the wedding, but nope, they did get married in his coveralls, then there was a long delay because they went to, I guess they he had to go and get the tuxedo. So they weren't even at the church. Oh, they were going to just ride out the rest of the day in their Walmart coveralls. Uh, apparently that was the plan. So they go and uh, they're they're late coming to the hall, and because they had to go get dressed and do pictures and everything else. And what made it well, it was already uncomfortable, but now it's open bar at this big buffet, right? At this big banquet hall, I should say. And his family starts calling her a stuck-up princess for crying. Her family starting to get pissed off because, of course, the dad's paying for this wedding. And he's an ungrateful, you know, SOB. So it was just, like, tension upon tension. And even at, like, the lineup to the bar, there was her family, his family. And there was, like, you go to the bathroom, there's people calling each other's names. Like, it was just nothing okay. got set off, but... I would okay. love to know if they're still married. I was just going to ask that question to wrap this up. I was going to say, are they still together? Yeah, is he, I don't know. Is he still was, at Walmart? Uh, I was a plus one. Okay, okay hang on a second. Uh, does anyone know that couple? Are they still together? The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Somebody else says, Garner, how about a wedding story of another variety? Mm, okay. My parents divorced when I was 14. It was rough. They both went their separate ways, remarried, and then divorced again. I got married when I was 30, so 16 years after my parents had divorced. At my wedding, my parents completely reconnected and then remarried three years ago. So technically, my husband and I have been married longer than my parents, Denise. Well, Denise, that's beautiful. That's a little something you call closure. Garner? This is from another wedding photographer. The, the wedding photographers and the wedding DJs sort of lead the pack here in storytelling about weddings that have gone horribly wrong. This one here, I was doing wedding photos for a couple in the winter. They wanted photos on an ATV. No problem. Until the groom hit the throttle and the bride's train wrapped around the greasy axle. Tears were flowing. Bill. <laughs> yeah. There probably isn't a big enough tide pan in the world when you get grease on the bride's wedding dress. You know what might work there, though, is did we ever... Oh, I don't know if I should talk about this or not. I'm going to talk about it. It was one of the ideas we had for Garnco. It's a product we're working on tied for crime scenes for extra messy cleanups. Perhaps Garnco tied for crime scenes. Would have got the grease out of the wedding dress. <laughs> oh, God, this is gross. Garner, I was at a wedding just last weekend where the couple decided to have their dog act as their ring bearer. You know, the adorable pillow on the collar, that kind of thing. 
Anyway, the dog ended up throwing up during the ceremony. It was a fairly casual wedding, but casual or not, no one wants to see a dog puking and then the groom scrambling to clean it up. Cow. Well, thank you, Cal, for that charming story. Garner! Mattress watch. Go ahead. Good morning. Just drove by that mattress. Yeah, does it uh, Sealy, Posturepedic, Pillow Top, Hotel Collection? It, it, it was definitely a single, and it was definitely destroyed and old enough that it probably was going to the dump. Mm. I don't know what brand it was. Okay. <laughs> It's my favorite kind of traffic report when we're announcing mattresses on the on the highway. I, I heard you guys talking about it, and then I didn't know whereabouts it was, and then I just literally drove right by it right after you said it. The Gunner Andrew Show Podcast. Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Everybody, look at Jennifer over there not counting her money because she didn't win any money on the Sonic Rock door today. We opened the door. She guessed of Monsters and Men, Dirty Paws. So tomorrow morning, we're going to play for $592. Jennifer did get a pair of tickets for Queens of the Stone Age this Friday night. You will get those tickets too. Tomorrow morning, 820, win or lose on the Sonic Rock Door. Tune in to the Garner Andrew Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. For Butler Plumbing and Heating. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, I was at a wedding where everyone sitting in the aisle on an aisle seat was given a confetti and rice popper. They were told to pop them when the bride was walking down the aisle. Of course, there was this one brat of a kid who was bawling his eyes out because he wasn't allowed to pop the confetti cannon. So the mother of this child gave it to him. Long story short, the kid popped it off too early and hit the bride in the eye. Holly. Thank you, Holly. Oh, this one. This is... Okay, this is mean. Garner, about the bridesmaid conversation. I helped a friend who was planning her wedding. Keep this in mind. She lives in Ontario. I live in Edmonton. We've been friends since I was little. Always talked about being in each other's weddings, etc. So when it came to her wedding party, she decided to pick two other girls and told me that I was too fat. I'm five sizes smaller than her. But I was too fat to be in her wedding party. So that was a huge hit to the self-esteem. Well, I'll say. Garner. Hey, Garner. I heard you talking about wedding stories. Yeah, you got one? I do. It's uh, another unfortunate one. My buddy and I were friends probably since we were teenagers. So we're talking about 20 years now. And uh, he was getting married. And he asked my wife to play music at his wedding. My wife's a professional musician and a teacher. So anyways, we said, okay, sure, that'd be great. She had played at a bunch of other friends' weddings. Um, but, you know, that'll be part of the wedding gift because she regularly charges quite a bit. And he said, yeah, no problem. So anyways, wedding go comes and goes. They're opening their gifts. We gave them a nice picture frame and I think, like, you know, something quite small wasn't because we, you know, intended that the music would be part of the gift. And I got this long email uh, basically saying that my gift was CRAP and um, didn't want to talk to me anymore after 20-some-odd years. He broke up with you because he didn't think the wedding gift was satisfactory. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it pretty much put it into perspective what kind of person he was because, you know, the way I look at weddings is you're there for fun. You shouldn't be expecting a gift, so... 
Well, and I think this actually, you know what? This is this is bigger than just your wife being a musician at a wedding. It's the, it just says a lot about the value that people put on musicians, and it's sad because yeah. that's a skill. She's probably spent decades learning her skill, and she's giving away her Saturday afternoon to provide an atmosphere and an environment. And that he's sort of looking at that like that that anybody could do that. Well, and and one of the things he said was, you know, if I realized you guys were going to charge me, which we had already talked about, I would have just put music on my iPod. <laughs> so, yeah, music isn't free, people. And the people that make it deserve some credit. Yep. Note, you've had no contact with this guy whatsoever? Uh, we all went to another friend's part, uh, wedding about three years later, a destination wedding, and we kind of made up then. But uh, I certainly, that's probably the only time I've talked to him in the last six years. Yeah, the damage has been done. Yep. Okay, thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Oh. It would be one thing to be dissatisfied with a gift you receive, but would most people, would you, would you reach out to the gift giver and call him out on it? I think most people would move on, wouldn't they? The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! I was saying a few minutes ago that the bachelor party the night before the wedding, it's a horrible, horrible idea, but I sort of feel like that's something that only happens in movies. People know better than that, right? And then I compared it to that thing in movies where people come home. They go Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve, and then they come home, and they got a, they got bags of gifts, and they got a Christmas tree under their other arm on Christmas Eve, like at nighttime. And then they set it up. But nobody does that. Don't you set your Christmas tree up the last week of November now? Hopefully you wait till right after Remembrance Day. Uh, and then somebody texted and said, LOL, Garner, my in-laws are Hungarian. It's their tradition to set up and decorate the tree on Christmas Eve each year. Wow. That just seems like a ton of work to really only enjoy for two days. It's like painting your living room red, but only for the weekend. And then repainting it dreamy blue on Sunday night. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! We could do an entire category of texts and phone calls regarding why you don't let your dad speak at your wedding. You don't let your dad give one of the speeches. Because he will embarrass you. Trust me. Listen to these. (laughs) What's going on here? At a friend's wedding... Her father's speech repeatedly referenced all of the men that she had been with before the groom. She was humiliated. It answers a lot of questions to meet the family sometimes. Uh, And this one here, too, this is weird on a couple of different levels. I was at a wedding where the best man was the bride's ex. When the bride's father got up to make the speech, he called out the only groomsman who hadn't slept with the bride and said... I bet you're the only one up here that has not boinked my daughter. It was weird. Again, this is why you don't let your dad speak at your wedding. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.